Welcome to Countdown to Infinity. You just opened, you cracked open a can of Bud Light right there. I'm That's not, what is that, a LaCroix? You know what a LaCroix? It's like a, like a, I don't know, what is it? Like a sparkling water. We, we were just Light. talking about sparkling waters for the fucking Coors a while. <laughs> Welcome to Countdown to Infinity, a Marvel's Avengers podcast. We talk all things Marvel Cinematic Universe, but really we talk about everything Marvel. I feel like we also did a Snyder Cut episode, but maybe we didn't. Um, so we just talk it's about the multiverse. It's, a it's multiverse. It's a multiverse. Ooh, everything. Yeah. We're in it. We're in the multiverse, baby. Revenge so, of the sequel you probably did. Yeah. Right? Well, for Snyder maybe. Cut. Maybe. We yeah, all cross over got, sometimes. Yeah, I got confused on what podcast this was for a second. Actually, <laughs> just uh, looking up at the corner, there, I was like, "Oh, that's right." That's oh. if you. This is your first episode. You're like, "Wow!" A minute into the Marvel Spider Verse podcast, they're talking about DC they're, Snyder yeah. cracking yeah. open Bud Lights and talking the Snyder Flash. Cut rent free in our brains it's been a while since we've all been together uh we're actually doing this virtually so i guess we're not irl either but nothing is anymore am i right the apple vision pro we're inside of the apple vision pro <laughs> app right now just looking at each other is that what happens that's all you episode, can do yeah yeah this episode is about the spider-man across the spider-verse movie that is sweeping the charts just released a couple of weeks ago fair warning we're going to be talking about a lot of spoilers uh, so if you haven't seen the movie, we're getting into it. We're talking about different things that we saw in the movie and some of the things we really enjoyed. So if you haven't seen the movie, go watch it. It's available on, uh, no, not on streaming, at the theaters. Go to the theaters. Watch on this a movie. theater screen. Yeah. Big, big, I think, warning for you all. Call ahead. Make sure the audio is good. If you've, ever, if you've never had to done, do that before, do it. Call, call yeah. and be like, hey. Uh, I want this set to a hundred. Hey, or... your audio good? And yeah, that's it. Pump it. Can oh. you hear? Can you hear me tell you to make me hear Spider Man across the Spider Verse? Say it like that. <laughs> that way they get yeah. it. You know. Yeah, it's... they really gets through their heads. You gotta drop hints like that. Keep saying mm, hear yeah. and listen and ear. You know, then they'll know. Oh, this guy. This guy cares about what he hears. <laughs> well, uh, anyway, that's Emmanuel, and I'm Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> what's up it's john i guess wait yeah okay hold on can we what? just pause for a second that's brent like that's the, last one, the last one talking is brent i yes this let's is brent going. and i i forgot what podcast it is because i'm kind of officially I a part said it at of the beginning huh it's on the corner of the screen and i said it at the beginning i know i see it here but i'm saying i'm fucking here chatting my head off already before i'm being introduced and i was like usually i'm still uh, a guest on this one, but I guess I'm not anymore. No, you're a regular know. on everything now. You're a regular. Okay. Okay. We, yeah. Cool. You're like Miles Morales. You, yes. you go to any universe you want, even oh. when they tell you you can't. <laughs> yeah. That's the first spoiler of the pod, everyone. First spoiler alert. He does Accurate. it in the movie. We <laughs> yeah. We're talking about, thanks, Brent, for being on. Oh, hey. Thanks for having yeah, I was like, me. Me and John are kind of guests too now, actually. So I guess that's true. We're all guests here. Delphin, you screwed that intro. <laughs> it's been a while. Also, you know what? I'm I'm gonna release this video on Patreon or something. I think it's nice for all of us to be on the same screen, <laughs> joshing around, talking about the Snyder Cut a minute yeah, in. Brent confused up. about the pod that he's on. <laughs> this is good. Just clean. Yeah, good. this is good. definitely not shaking off. We raw. like to keep it real here. We keep we, it real. That fake shit. You think we're gonna edit this? No. Too bad. We don't have time for that. I'd have to edit the video too because he's gonna release that. Yeah, it takes too long. I don't have. I don't have. I don't. I have time, but I just don't want to. We're gonna talk about. Uh, we're gonna talk about across the Spider Verse. Our reactions to it. We'll dive deep, and then we're gonna play a game, a fun game. And because we're all on the computer, we're a I'm able to share my screen and do a bunch of fun stuff. So I'm excited for our Spider Man game later on in the app. I know. Look, I look at the. I look at the analytics. I know most of you fast forward to the game and then turn off the podcast. So I'm not going to well, tell you when, when the game is going to happen. Could be I was, just, I Could was be right worried now. about the, the bandwidth. I thought that's they, yeah. like the warning. We've never Were you tried saying this. That they, they skip through the game and then once they get to the podcast again, then they turn the podcast off. No. Look, listeners, Brent, I'm on to you. You're calling them out, Brent. Right? <laughs> 
Masters. What? I'm on to you. You I said, please, I see. I could see that type of shit when you stop. A lot of people listen to the pod. Look, they listen to the whole thing. They tend to think that the game is the high point. So once the game ends, a lot of them don't come back, even though we tell them they should. But it's fine. You know? It's okay. You listen how you want. You know, mm. live like Morales. Morales. Mm. You know? Yeah, I spoiler. I know. And second spoiler. I'm going to name each of them. Uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is the sequel to the Academy Award winning film Into the Spider-Verse. Is that what it was? Yeah. And the third one is called Beyond the Spider-Verse, set to release later on next year. And there's a spinoff movie. So this is not just a threequel. There's a, a spinoff called Spider-Woman in development right now. This film is directed by Joaquim Dos Santos, who is like a production designer, I think, from the first Spider-Verse. Kemp Powers, the writer nominated uh, for Soul. Uh, Justin K. Thompson. It's written by Phil Lord, Chris Miller, and Dave Callahan. Stars Shamik Moore, Haley Seinfeld, Brian Tyree Henry, a whole lot of other people, actually. And, you know, an amazing voice actor as the villain as well. And Jason Schwartzman. Mm. But let's get into it. John, what did you think of Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse? I loved it. I didn't know how this was going to compare to the first one. Uh, The first one kind of set the bar really high, you know, for it being like a really almost like a very like giant love letter to like all of Spider-Man lore and like, you know, and. And the art, you know, everything Spider-Man, basically. So walking into this movie, the expectations were pretty high, I guess. Um, I was kind of blown away. I mean, it's it feels like one of those things that like, or one of those movies where like the sequel is just kind of better than the first one. In mm-hmm. this case, I'm kind of getting that vibe. Like I'm getting Evil Dead. Uh, I was going to say aliens, but they're kind of like, that's two different type of things. But like Evil Dead, you know, like a Mad Max type of thing where it kind of just like it executes the vision that was kind of like, present in the original but this kind of it's just like a fuller concept um i got all of that from this movie this movie had like you know tons of emotion and like everything like was just exciting to watch um audio issues aside like everything i think brent had said before we started recording that he was distracted by the audio um i was more or less distracted by like what was happening on screen everything was so everything pops so hard (laughs) that you're just kind of like you're kind of like um like you're kind of like not uh like I did lose like kind of uh like almost like lines at at points because I was like whoa <laughs> like I just like that visual was distracting and it, my brain had to like catch up to what was actually happening on screen, um, yeah and then like for it to end like with a crazy I know I'm kind of just jumping around but like my initial excitement was basically just like still, Miles yeah just like jumping around he's, he's universe Third hopping spoiler. and I'm, I'm universe hopping in topics when it comes to <laughs> this right now, um. But I guess this is like, you know, my first reaction because I haven't seen it since uh, it's been a couple of weeks now. I, I would have liked to have seen it a second time. It's just, you know, time has been kind of, uh, you know, slim. But uh, this like movie Miles. is pretty great. Just like, yeah, just like I'm gonna Miles. Stop. I'm we, gonna stop. No, no, we should all like keep bringing it. <laughs> we should keep rope it into it. it. Don't time stop in for Miles. Time, yeah. time is a construct. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, down to, I mean, everything about this was like just great. I mean, I, uh, yeah. And then like, you know, that, that, crazy like little uh like punchline you know um or like cliffhanger that it ends on you know just kind of like ropes you back into like it, it it's gonna keep you wanting more you know and uh i can't wait to like watch it again because i'm sure i missed like a ton of stuff um not just in terms of like easter eggs because the entire movie is like i feel like one giant easter egg but i'm, I'm sure i missed a call, lot of moments call the, call the the bunny the what because there's a lot of Easter eggs. Oh, I get it. The Easter bunny. <laughs> call him. Get him on the horn. You don't like have those like bunny? I found those, uh, Yeah, call bad, bad bunny. bunny. I found the Easter eggs. Ooh, bad bunny El Muerto. You know that, that guy who's gonna be El Muerto in the in the Spider-Man universe eventually? It's true. Um oh, man, yeah. Uh but this uh yeah, this movie is great. Uh, I mean, I think the things that I'm really looking forward to seeing again, I guess whenever it's like you know, on a second rewatch or like kind of the things like the art style changes when it comes to some characters' moods. Like, mm-hmm. I think Gwen Stacy has something where, like, she, her universe is kind of, like, watercolor-ish. So whenever something sad is happening, like, I don't know, like, the screen will wash blue or pink or something like that. Stuff like that is just, like, really, really cool. It's really neat. Um, I'm sure I'm doing, like, a really bad way of explaining it. But just little moments like that, like, are what, like, I kind of want to, you know, I want to absorb more, I guess, on a second rewatch. Um, great flick, though. I mean, probably the most Spider-Man, again, probably takes the title from that first movie as being the most Spider-Man thing of all time like it's 
for sure. Spider Man as fuck. Um, yeah. And it's really good. I think it, like, you know, it, um, you know, it's a, it, I think you can only tell like these really kooky, like multiverse stories in animation. Um, Cause yeah, like that, that animation is just insane. It's like a, it really takes everything about the character um, because the character, you know, is a, a cartoon on a page and just like brings it to life. Like just like in spectacular fashion. It's just wild. Yeah. Jer, uh, what did you think of Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse? Hated it. The flash was better. Brent. Ooh. I'm just kidding. Um, no, damn. Uh, what were you gonna say? The Flash was better than Brent. Damn. Um, damn. No, Brent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I liked it a lot too. Um, I think I was a little bit skeptical because I was like, "There's no way they can get lightning to strike twice in the same spot." And then, sure enough, they did yeah. it better. Then um, you were like Tom Cruise in War of the Worlds, watching that lightning hit just hit a hundred times the same <laughs> spot. And you're like, damn, every scene, damn, yes, get every in the scene. house, kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Before you turn into powder. Um, into Spoiler alert for War of the Worlds. Damn. Mm. I am so sorry, people. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I thought it was amazing. Uh, I thought the first one was cool because it was kind of like the introduction of just, I think, having another Spider-Man that wasn't Peter Parker. Um, because, you know, it starts with the, uh, you know, Miles is Peter getting killed and then it goes into Peter B Parker. And so it's, it's a lot of that where it's just more of like one-on-one -on -one interaction with uh, a variant, so to speak. And, you know, you put it, you throw in Gwen Stacy and stuff like that. And you have a pretty cool, uh, you know, the other ones, Spider-Man or, and um, Penny Parker and uh, Peter Porker, all that shit. So um, yeah, it, it's really, really cool, but it's a lot more one-on-one -on -one interaction. Here's a little bit more of like a, like a crazy, like, Easter egg hunt, which um, has a lot of nods. They can do a lot more nods to the history of Spider-Man. And it's more about that anyone could be Spider-Man, you know, because the, the other ones are, are different versions of, of Peter Parker. You know, Spider-Man Noir is still kind of Peter Parker and um, Spider-Ham is Peter Porker, you know. Um, and, and so these other ones like, you know, Spider-Punk and um, the, the Indian uh, Spider-Man and, uh, you know, Miles himself. I think is 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 really cool, and it, it just leans into the fact that anyone could be Spider Man. So um, I, I think it's it's got an awesome message, and it, it goes deeper. It's it's a little bit more story and story oriented than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be a little bit more flashier in its action, but it is a Flash. part two. Uh, so yeah, no, I can't stop saying Flash. Um, yeah, uh, it is a part two. I think that people people forgot that because I remember hearing the audible um you know kind of dread of like damn it we have to wait longer <laughs> just a year but, they, but yeah they got yeah, doomed yeah yeah they got reloaded reloaded they got yeah <laughs> yeah and uh, i mean i i did remember that going into it so when it, we were like two hours in and we were nowhere close to resolving anything i was like oh yeah that's right like of course it's, it's got to yeah. leave us wanting more i um, i felt the same thing when uh, spoiler alert Wow, I already said that um, at the very beginning. But when they arrive to, I, is it the the planet where he is? Um... Prowler? Yeah, the Prowler at the very end. I was like, like, oh, like, man, there's no time. 42, right? Yeah, I was like, ain't no oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, we're not wrapping this up now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not going to be a clean cutoff break where it's like a time yeah. lapse has happened or something like that. No, you're going to pick it up right where you left off. Um, but yeah, uh, so I did like it a lot. And I did like, surprisingly, the villain a little bit more, too um in in the Spot. other one is yeah exactly and the other one is just kingpin just kingpin's thick ass <laughs> <laughs> but in, in this one it's kind of like a crazy multiversal villain that um you know it started off getting hit by a muffin um in that first a bagel when he, a bagel there you go. Yeah. um and everything bagel mm -hmm. like yeah, and everything everywhere oh. um and another solid multiverse movie but uh, yeah, it's it, and it starts with that, and then he turns into this like terrifying ass thing that's like I'm gonna kill your family, and you can't do anything about it, which is mm -hmm. wild. Um, and Jason Schwartzman plays both because he, he's played both characters um, in movies different ways, and so we know that he can be the lovable, dopey, funny guy, but also you know he, he can uh, bring out some of that um, crazy acting skills. That's why Wes they, Anderson uses. We call it Dark Schwartzman. Dark yeah. Schwartz. Yeah, use the Schwartz. The dark side of the shorts. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I like this one a whole lot more than I thought 
I did because I, I like the first one as much as everyone did. Sure. But a lot of those, like a lot of that hinges on if you don't know Miles Morales' story. So when you're watching that and you see like, oh my God, Spider-Man's black. Like, this is awesome. Um, to me, I already knew that he popped in the Ultimate Universe or it wasn't a big surprise. Or it's like that twist where like my uncle's the Prowler. And if you don't know who Aaron Davis is, then that's more of like a Luke, I am your father type of thing. Like, oh, shit, what happens if Uncle Ben was evil type of thing? But I already kind of knew that going in. So a lot of those surprises didn't hit me as hard. And I think that took away from my overall experience to see it like everyone else. But this one, I think, did that but on steroids for me Um, because, yeah, yeah, it's all the visual style. Like, there's nothing like it. I think movies will try to animated movies will try to emulate this for decades um and it, i man there's another movie that's like oh the tmnt movie it kind of looks like it, it it's got a little bit of this thing going on here and i could see it kind of um really influencing a lot of the more uh zany animated stuff in the future animated films in the future yeah definitely i think that's going to be the staple i think from this movie and i think people will mm. I mean, it makes a ton of sense in this movie because there are different worlds. You can explore all kinds of animation style. You can be super impressionistic. You can have the generic stuff. And also, like, you can break the fourth wall as many times as you want. It's kind of, you know, no holds barred narratively. Brent, what did you think of Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse? Uh, I loved it. Um, I, you know, the the first one uh, came out, what, four years ago? Yes. I think now, four. Um, was one of my favorite movies that year. It was just so fresh and exciting and like almost revolutionary and and what it looked like and how many kind of boundaries they were pushing in terms of animation and like how they were telling the story and everything. Um, and I, a, a bit of me was like, yeah, like I'm curious what the Spider-Verse sequel is going to be because like, God, man, like they did it so well in the first one, but like what this one does, and I think very successfully is just kind of like blows the whole damn thing up. Like it's so much bigger on just every level than you think it's going to be. Um, And even like on an artistic level, like the choices to have, you know, different characters represented by different art styles Mm -hmm. where like even something like a hobby spider punk is like, animated in threes which is like a very strange like animation sequencing style to where like it looks off and it's kind of like inherently punk the way that he's actually animated it's just like there's so much passion uh and creativity just like bursting out of this movie and it's um it's incredible to see it's like it's i i'm really happy that like um I don't know the animation is getting to this place now where, um, you know, it seems like most studios are in some capacity kind of like pivoting into taking like very interesting risks, especially Sony. Uh, is TMNT Sony also? No, I think it's Paramount. I don't know. Okay. I think you're right also. And, uh, cause I also think of like Mitchell's in the machines Mitchell's and I machines, think yeah. that was That's Sony. Sony, That's Netflix. Sony. Sony. That is yeah, Sony animation, um, like the, the same studio from Spider-Verse, I think, is, is Mitchell's versus the machines. That yeah, that makes sense. And that's and a good so, movie too. I love that movie so much. You're a regular um, old Guillermo del Toro, huh, Brent? Hey man. Animation is cinema. <laughs> it's cinema. Um yeah. Uh yeah, I I love this movie, man. And it's like not even just like on a visual level, but like I think it's it's you know especially near the end it's really starting to get to say uh it really gets into saying some interesting things and like we haven't heard we haven't seen like the full thought yet because it's not an entire story yet it's you know part one but like you know stuff with like the canon and stuff like that Mm. i think that they're really getting into some interesting stuff for like a superhero slash comic book movie to get into and I think it'll, it'll be really interesting to see how that plays out where it's like Spider-Man, what is it? Uh, 2029, 2099, Miguel O'Hara, O'Hara, um, or O'Hara. Yeah. Like he, uh, his character's really interesting in its point of view and like what he potentially represents in like 
you know, terms of like comic book movies and like characters and like breaking out of, you know, your destiny or whatever, or not, you know, and staying in your place and not shaking things up. Like mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot going on in this movie and it's like, um, yeah, I, I can't wait to see it again because just like the first one where like, I think it was the third time I saw it that I was like, still catching things and was also like, damn, man, this movie is like, it rewards multiple viewings in a big way. And this one is like tenfold that like, there's going to be so many little things I catch on like the fifth viewing. Um, Yeah. I think it's, I think it's great. I think you, um, you had nailed that pretty well. Like you said that the scope is bigger, but I thought the story was kind of like, especially what you said towards the end, you're kind of reeling it in into like a more personal story than the first one was. Cause it's, yeah, you're right. It is about like a story about like how, you know, how you're fighting fate, you know, if it's like, you know, if roles are predetermined for you, like how do you break out of that? And that's like, that's pretty perfect when it comes to like miles, uh, miles, this whole arc. And just like, I think the creation of miles in general too. Cause yeah, like that, yeah. it's complicated. Way, yeah. Yeah. And so like, that's pretty, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty great. It's a, it's an amazing story. I didn't, you know, we didn't touch upon the story a whole lot, but like it's a, yeah, it's, it's, it's freaking awesome. Yeah. And it's a good reminder of what, like, you know, the character always wants something and the hardest way to, you know, it's always, uh, you know, the character gets what he wants. The character doesn't get what he wants. And then the hardest thing to write is always the character had what he wanted all along, which is the way this movie ends where he's always away from his parents and then realizes that part of canon means that one of them has to die. And now he's like, oh, man, like I need to go back there. And unfortunately, it's a little bit tougher. I was listening to a podcast with Kemp Powers, who directed the movie and, you know, kind of talking about because it is a part one, the balance between short sort of like making sure the audience doesn't feel shortchanged in a movie with which has like a uh, uh, to be continued at the very end. And kind of the perfect example for that, that they looked at was Empire Strikes Back, which is you know, you, you leave the character in an incredibly dark place. <laughs> you know, uh, Luke's hand is gone. And he's and it's kind of like, but it, it, it never feels like you didn't get uh, enough story out of out of that movie. And I feel the same way. It's the longest animated film that an American studio has ever released is this movie. But it was still incredibly, I think, light on its feet and very punchy and quick. And part of it is the animation style. But the story also, and it is, I guess it is a journey. So in that way, they're able to jump around pretty quickly. And, you know, it's kind of made with a with a with a finish line in sight. But it's still a, a, an incredible like feat, I think. And, you know, they spent a year in development just on the animation style. And I think what's really cool is there's just so much creativity in this movie and freedom and sort of this meta commentary on it as part of the movie, which is, you know, miles trying to break out of the, even the guidelines that are set for him as like a, as a, as a person living in a, in as a Spider-Man, um, even though he finds out he wasn't supposed to be after all, but it, there's something really free about this movie for them to be able to not just change their animation style, but to kind of have their characters doing things um, kind of in their own ways and all succeeding and finding what they need. Like the Gwen, st- the movie starts with Gwen doesn't start with miles starts with Mm -hmm. Gwen, and it kind of frames how you can change your canon a little bit because through understanding her father and kind of you know what goes on there not only they change the animation style but she's like oh shoot like he doesn't have to die like he's Mm -hmm. you know gonna not be captain anymore and it's kind of a realization she has and that's just gonna spread amongst all the spider people that we meet and so it's a really exciting kind of almost freeing sort of theme, even though we're not completely done because we see the prowler as mild. We see like this other world, which is the the polar opposite. Um, But it is a really fun journey no matter what. Okay. We're going to dive into some of the Spider-Man stuff and talk about the villain. But before that, we're going to play a game. It's a very fun game. It's called the Spider-Man game. How many? Look at that comment. The most fun game ever played. Like, you know, let's, let's, let's go full on WB marketing. The most fun game, most fun Spider-Man game yeah. you'll ever you'll ever see. This is the best Spider-Man game since Batman uh, Dark Knight. Oh, okay, yeah. No, well, leave Brent. Leave Brent. Like this this <laughs> is only for people on the video, uh, watching on video. Do you like uh, this or do you like this? I like Brent just, just in the Brent. big. Just, just for me. Okay. 
Yes. All right, cool. We're going to we get go. Brent's live reaction <laughs> on just this game. No, we need to make it big. That one like that. Like that. Okay. Like that. That's oh, this I was going to do this whole thing. Brent's we're making thumbnails right now. Look at that. Look. The spider, Come back to me. Come back to we're, me. We're playing the Spider-Man game. <laughs> and so for people watching this, uh, you're not going to see the answers because we're going to utilize the chat feature on, on StreamYard. So behind a little behind the curtain peek at how we're playing this game. I'm going to show you different Spider-Men. Uh, uh, and you will have to tell me what the name of that Spider-Man is. And even if you are not a pro, because I'm not of the comic books, you know, oh boy. Drew works at a comic book shop. <laughs> yeah, who's going to fucking win this one? Brent, there's a couple in there for you, is all I'll say. Well, very Su curious. Succession spider. I know, just questions on like, <laughs> Asteroid City spider. <laughs> but uh, does anyone have any questions on how this game is played? You're gonna um, see a picture first, of a spider first person. One in gets it. Yeah, first one to type yeah. in the chat gets the point. Wait, hold on. Let me adjust my keyboard to where I can actually reach it. <laughs> yeah, listeners, I will be Damn, reading everyone's... the answers, so it's not just silence and then I give a point. Like if, everyone's you know. like, let me go into sport uh, four by four mode. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just trying to prep. Um, my John's Crocs got his gloves on, drive. his typing gloves, his speed typing gloves. Yeah, yeah. put the straps down on the Crocs. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's the Spider-Man game. At home, you cannot play. I, I just realized this is a totally visual game. Oh, I love an exclusive. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you're, you're also going to is... get silent whenever we start typing. So, right. What is this Spider-Man? And then just everyone, like the, the ones at home are like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't <laughs> see. Listening. Go to Patreon.com or YouTube. You'll see it You're there playing play the there. game as Daredevil. <laughs> Damn, this is tough. Okay, what I'll do is I will try. No, I'm not going to try to describe. I love that you got the realization on the air. <laughs> like it's you're good. like, it's fine. oh, fuck. just put this on YouTube. You're yeah. gonna have a better time if you watch if you're watching this. Yeah, here we go. Here's the Spider-Man game. First Spider-Man, easy. He is a villainous type, I guess, in the movie. Uh, Drew, I'm going to give you the point because it is Miguel O'Hare, Spider-Man 2099, and Drew just typed in 2099. But I, but I get I get what he's trying to say. Oh, geez. Okay. So you, we can just put God, like yeah, abbreviation. Yeah. Hey, like, Brent. Ow. It's fucking prison rules, Brent. God, yeah. And I will say I apologize to everyone listening, which is ninety percent of the people who are going to be consuming this. Okay. Here is the next one. It is a Spider Man, but he is careening through oh, okay. the, the air. Uh, Brent guess Spider Ape. <laughs> Drew guessed oh, Spider, spider Monkey. monkey. Has to be it. And the answer is Spider The Amazing Spider Monkey. I'm going to give I mean, that, that to Drew as well. That's a little on the nose. What? That's why I said it, baby. Yeah. It's right there in the damn name. They already. Oh, shit. Yeah. There is also, while we're on this, ah, it's too late. I showed everyone the next one. <laughs> while we're on this, there are many versions of Spider Man who is an ape or a monkey because I've, I've read multiple comic books and I was like, that's a different. That's true. Yeah, the Marvel apes. Yeah, have I was like, a, have a, a Spider-Man one. He's, a, the, he's, he's a not gorilla. a spider monkey in this yeah. one. Okay, all right. Well, I'm not going to give anyone a point here because I I kind of showed it too early. But it's hey, uh, but just true Spider-Woman. I, I had it right. Wow. Just true. Yeah. So, Fe John had okay. it first, though. Most no, of them. There's multiple Spider Women. Hold up. That's why I was like, so we would probably have to put Drew, like That's the name true. of the movie. There's yeah. only yeah. one Spider-Man 2099. What What did you think of Spider-Woman in this, or just Drew? Pretty interesting character. She cool. was cool, yeah. I, yeah. I, I think they need more of her in the next one. She wasn't really in this one much. Yeah. Yes. I, I love um, the conflict she was facing of like, I'm trying to be the cool parent, but also yeah. I want to keep my job. Yeah, it's complicated, especially with Gwen mm -hmm. and, and kind of, I guess in a way, she is kind of uh, marked she, she, because Gwen turned on everyone. There's going to be a really badass moment in the new one where it's like, oh my God, Spider-Man 29 has them down and out. And then she's going to come in and be like, not so fast. Yeah. She's going to be the edge that they need. Thwip, thwip. Is, yeah. thwip, is, thwip. Uh, is her baby and or like the father of the baby a character, like a big character in the comics or no? It's a spider. I'm just kidding. Cool. An actual. <laughs> okay, here's the next one. one. Here yeah. we go. And see, this is what I'm doing for you listeners. I'm going to pause, and instead of blasting through the game, we're going to talk about the people so that you have a little something for you, listeners. What do you think? Is that good? Sure. Right. You're already halfway through this game. Right. Okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, ooh, this one's, I think, this some is... people have this as a favorite Spider-Man. He's a little cocky. Yeah, I forgot his name. His hair is always perfect. He doesn't work out because he wants to get too buff. He's hilarious in, in, the, in the movie. Uh, 
nobody got it right. His name is Pavitir Pravkar. For Spider-Man India. I love this. I love the animation in this whole sequence, and I think it's, it's really cool. fun. Yes, who I voiced him? I couldn't it's, place. Him. It's the guy who plays Dopinder from Deadpool. Don't okay. know his name. That makes yeah, sense. But like, yeah. But yes, this sequence was great. I mean, everything. Yeah, it's, it's an exciting, really exciting sequence. Um, and his and universe really is gone. Funny. His universe might be gone. Yeah, which is kind of a little sad. But like, he does. Um, he's like the happiest Spider-Man of the entire movie. It almost seems like he's kind of like a. He's like very excited to be there type of way. Yeah. And he's like excited to see the other spider people, which is like really wholesome. You know, when he like, I think he, one of the lines is like, oh, that's that's Miles. Like he wasn't supposed to come. He's like, and you still came along even though you weren't yeah. supposed to. I love the chai tea thing where he's like, chai means tea. tea he's like, would yeah. you say tea tea? You know? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. He's played Great by character. the car and Sony, but who is in Deadpool? Okay, here's the next <clears> one. Oh. We, I just realized we started with the Oscar Isaacs character, but didn't talk about him. Oh, well, we'll, we'll come back to that. Here's the next one. This one Damn, I don't know this one either. Because he's just in it. Here's uh, He's the cowboy Spider-Man. What is his name? Oh, yeah, name? John John did get him. Yeah, I don't know his name, it. though. Fuck. John got it. It's Web Slinger. Yeah. Huh? It's yeah, a it's with, the, with, the, with the spider horse, remember? Right. They they did like a good, by, bad and the ugly sequence. He doesn't look like this. This is from an anime, like a different thing. Yeah. He's uh, played by Taron Killiam in the... He's got an upside down horse. Like, he, upside his down horse, horse is upside down. Like he's, yeah, oh, he's, that like, was his horse. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I forgot yeah, what the... Here's the, the next horse. one. It is a cat who is a spider. Dream. Everyone guessed it right except for Brent who typed in Soider cat. Yeah. Soider cat. So, so, so Drew got it first. Drew, you have three. John, you have one. So it's actually pretty tight. Pretty tight. Don't lie. Here's the next one. It is tight. It's three not... to one. Okay. I'm this it. one's really interesting. This is like Fuck, an interesting. John, I had that one. This is an interesting, fun character Andrew, because why, it's Spider-Man with the John, with you a paper be bag. Damning me. Paper oh, bag sorry, on his man. head. You're trying to describe it. It's the bombastic bag man. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I don't know much about this character, but I know that he's... Uh, uh, it was something about the product of the Secret Wars, right? Or so, no, like I do. One day he's at the Fantastic Four thing, doesn't have a suit. He has to put on all this stuff as a disguise. Like, I, I need something to hide that I'm Spider-Man when he goes out, and that's where that comes mm -hmm. from. Just so he you know, this, the bag, the I, this game Four encompasses suit. every single version of Spider-Man, so we're going to be here all night. That's in yeah, the I was movie. about to say, yeah. Sure. There was one that was like Insomniac Spider-Man. She's like holding a coffee in it for like five seconds. And I was like, yeah. should I include her? It's not it's fair. A, it's, a, it's a him. It's a guy. It's the one from the movie, oh. from the game. That's okay. Spider-Bite, too. Here's the next one. This one should be pretty easy. And we have talked about him. Voiced by Daniel Kaluuya. What the fuck did I type? <laughs> Spider, Spider Bung. Spider Dung. It's a uh, hobby brown Hobie. spider punk. Yeah. Hobie Brown. Spider Spider Punk fucking rules. That's Drew's spider running punk. away with it. He's got it. Spider Punk is fucking wild because his animation is different with the back like the background is animated one way and he's animating yeah. so differently while that's happening. And it's just like it's hard to explain. It's kind of like the how the how the frame rate switches in fucking Avatar 2, like in, in the same frame. It's kind yeah. of like something like this, where it's like the it's animating so trippy. Well, the background is doing something else, and it's just like, well, and I think we're going to spend time in his world in the next one, which will be uh, really, really and, fun. And I sent you guys a, a spoiler there about. Yeah, the you comic. did. Don't don't say it. On I'm that. not going to say it. Okay. But he's. I will say too okay. that his character is pretty damn cool because he mm. sees everything pretty quickly. Like he he gets it. You know, he's punk as fuck. Yeah, he's punk as fuck. He's super punk. Yeah. Okay, here is a vehicle <sighs> for every listener. This one's a vehicle. Uh, yeah, damn it, John Brent got it right. Spider truck. John guessed Peter <gasps> parked car, and it is Peter parked car. Yeah, yep. Pretty funny. That's a good fucking funny. joke. I love it. <laughs> so Peter parked car is uh, is exactly for the <laughs> listeners here. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's a spider mobile like looking. It's a it's Peter a little fucking dune buggy. Yeah, it's funny. that was in there, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh I shit! This is um, John's got this one too. Fuck! Fuck! Let me see what's it called. This is a person that has uh, some mechanical golden legs. I guess right, similar yeah. to the Tom Holland Spider-Man in, in Avengers um, Endgame. Drew guessed Aunt May. Something, I don't know. I think it's like Shine Brent Spider. Brent guessed Spider-Man, like Steampunk Spider, Shine Spider. Her name is Lady Spider. Lady Spider. There you go. I bet you, I think she is Aunt May. Isn't she Aunt May? 
I think it is on me. It's the steampunk on me, like from that from that uh, universe. It I is on me. Right. Yeah. And rack up another point. Oh right. shit! Somebody, this one's for Brent. Brent, you, no. you got this, baby. No, no, oh, no, no. God. I'm gonna need more. Oh my than god, that. John got it. Just so everyone can see, this is a character from from uh, Avatar: The Avatar Way of Water to The Way of Water. I need his I need his full name for this. How do you? What the fuck is his? Um, I just I watched Way of Water recently. They say it like a million times, specifically because one character doesn't name. call him. Or it's fine, John. I'm gonna give it to you. Miles. His name is Miles Spider Sakara. I, I was gonna type in Miles, but I didn't. Miles Morales. Whoa. <laughs> this. Miles Morales is the second highest grossing Miles, Miles Spider. Yeah, and the third grossing is Teller, I guess. <laughs> Miles Teller. This is how James I'm... Cameron writes. His dad in Avatar 2 never calls him Spider. Just calls him Miles on purpose. That's pretty but, cool. I mean, that's, that's, some, that's a character. like That's some cool shit there. Yeah. All right, here's the, the next Spider. <laughs> <laughs> This one I'm not going to describe for people listening. You got to watch. I this. don't even know what the fuck this is. I mean, I'm assuming I know. I'll take your I'll take your word for it. But that, like, is that it, looks this one like the most. You, <laughs> it's like custom. midlife crisis ass Floridian dad mobile. This is what Indiana Jones and his dad would ride today. Now, right? like, you know, that like, would yeah, be like... sick. I want to see an updated Indiana Jones where they're driving these and fighting Nazis because they're still around. <laughs> um, that would be awesome. <laughs> so this is the. Actually, Drew, I'm going to give it to you because it is a spider with a Y. It's a 2022 Can-Am Spider RT. I did MSRP, $24,699. That's oh, thanks terrible. For I fucking did it, boys. That's that awful. Prices, right, rules? That's an Drew, awful you got looking six. vehicle. John, you got three. Yeah, this is probably really dangerous. I do see them in our in, in the neighborhood. Um, get get yourself. What? This isn't sponsored, but get yourself into a Can-Am Spider RT. Flip those people <laughs> off when they're driving by. <laughs> Why they're normally older and it's for it's oh, a more stable it. motorcycle. I, I, I take that back. I that back. Yeah, I don't think this makes a lot of sense. What I'm about to say, but it looks like a fucking land jet ski, and it's I a, understand a, that that's a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. But more than any other motorcycle, a land ski. This is a land jet. Ski. It looks it, like a, a trike Segway. It's got a front of a car. Like it's got like a weird like. Yeah. Again, everyone car. who's listening to this is trying to figure out what you're describing. It's it's a wild. It's a YouTube. Design. We should <laughs> have this. Yeah, the podcast should be about this. Why didn't this spider show up in the spider verse? I want to get yeah. into this spider verse. Yeah. Well, Drew, congrats for winning. <laughs> you get to take home that picture. Wow, of a spider! I get that baby out. Take home a spider, twenty four thousand six hundred and sixty nine or something. It's like actually that. pretty expensive. You could buy like a. <laughs> A regular a new vehicle. Corolla. Well, let's talk about this movie a little bit more. Because we glossed over him in the game, what did y'all think of uh, O'Hara or Spider-Man 2099, played by Oscar Isaac Miguel? He's uh, got the coolest Spider-Man design, probably. He's probably got one of the cooler Spider-Man designs like ever. Like, it's like it, a ninja his, a little bit, right? Yeah, I mean, he's like some sort of weird cyberpunk Spider-Man who like who has an addiction to something, so he uses like these spider drug. I don't remember the exact story oh, from the yeah, comics. I forgot about that. But he like it turns him into like a human like werewolf type of spider person. Yeah. That's why he has fangs, okay. and that's why he he like he can he has organic webbing, but he can like crawl on walls with his claws and shit. And yeah, that's where uh, it's pretty. That's wild. where that's Sam like, Raimi got it from with that organic webbing. Yeah, organic shit. webbing. I guess so. Mm. Like. Um, it's um he's a wild character. I mean, the the design of it is pretty cool. In the movie, in the context of who he is for this movie, is is pretty cool too. Um, but and then like Oscar Isaac plays him like very very well. Um, I'm gonna let someone else go on their thoughts before we just add to it. But it's a, I mean, the design of like to me, Spider-Man 2099 is a character you kind of always like. If you know Spider-Man, you kind of know that character because that design is just so fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Drew. Yeah. Yeah. LA Knight. Um, yeah, and so um, I, I too thought uh, Miguel O'Hara was 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 awesome. Uh, I think it's kind of weird because you don't get this type of hint at the after credits of the first one. Was he, when he's introduced, you don't think it's gonna go this way. He he gets you know he, almost yeah 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 he's like a part of that meme when they're all pointing at each other and it's funny. But I didn't think he was gonna be like uh, essentially another antagonist like the spot was. In, in fact, he's probably in there more than the spots. The spots in there for one comedic bit. Yeah. And then he gets real scary, and that's it. 
Yeah. Um, but Spot kind of disappears and Miguel takes over there for a yeah, little bit. Yeah. And so um, I can't wait to see like what, if there is an interaction between Miguel and the spot, I think that that would be really cool. Or is if he's the one who's going to ultimately have to change and sacrifice himself for the family, he, he has a family and he doesn't see it. Does that make sense? Like he's chasing mm -hmm. after this family, but he's literally has a, a, a spider family that he's not paying attention to, which he I needs think to, is he needs to neglecting. watch. Some he needs to watch some fast and furious movies. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, when also I loved his his theme. You know how when the Prowler comes out, there's always that specific theme. Mm -hmm. Well, twenty ninety nine has a, another like synth tone every mm -hmm. time he pops up, yeah. and it's based off of Spider Man Unlimited, which was another animated series that came out back when the the nineties Spider Man was coming out. And so I remember hearing that in the theater and just kind of geeking out, and then going home and watching people like, oh, these are the references you missed, or these are the you know, oh my god. You go after like all of Twitter and stuff like yeah. that, and people are like, "Oh, these are the, the Easter eggs you missed." Well, and stuff. we and really are not going to talk about all of them. It's impossible. It's, yeah, there's yeah. like uh, what is it, 290? I think or in this one or something. Let's like get that, into or... it. Third hour starts now. I mean, there's there's a there's a brutish like a big spider woman like that looks like it's part of Mad Max that shoots yeah. like a bazooka. I think at at um. At uh, at Miles, at one point, you get Spider Man, the Japanese one, you know, uh, from back in the day. Yeah, the T Rex Spider Man. You get Spectacular, the Return of the King. You get, um, I met Donald Glover as Prowler from the MCU, which I think is wild. You get uh -huh. to see Andrew Garfield. You see Tobey Maguire. You see Dennis Leary dying. You see, you know, everything that you want. But yeah, Miguel, it's, it's very interesting. The, Dennis the Leary of, dying is a wow. Is a hype. Yeah, point. yeah. In Rescue Me, spoiler, spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, they just showed the ending of Rescue Me. <laughs> when he dies Why in the show, I'm not gonna watch oh, it anymore. I'm unsure. I think <laughs> I, I got that confused with no Sons idea. of Anarchy, but I just assume Drew glossed <laughs> over Mrs. Chen from the Venom verse. Just the disrespect. I didn't gloss Venom. over it. Brent did. I, I oh, knew yeah. where it was from. Um, I didn't. Brent was like, "This is a regular." No, I didn't. I was like, "Why are they?" Focusing so much on this lady, that's I kind of liked weird. it. She's unfazed by it, and I was like, "This is funny." They're like, I we mean, can't get Tom Hardy get this other girl. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, and it, it's very interesting the position they put twenty ninety nine in, where it's like, "Hey, technically, you're the one that's furthest in the future, so you're going to lead this task force of a multiverse of spider people." Um, I, it is it is kind of odd because I didn't see it going that way. I expected to see more of his universe, like from the comics. If it's it's very much like a Blade Runner type of crazy ass futuristic tech city, rather than some utopia that he's trying to get to or whatever. So, um, it's kind of like um Spider Man Noir in the first one, where I thought they kind I, I love the Spider Man Noir comics. It gets so dark. They have the the Noir X Men back in the day and all that stuff. Um, they, they go over, there's a whole Nor universe and they kind of water him down for comedic value. Cause it's also Nicolas Cage and stuff like that. And so I was kind of disappointed that they didn't go further or they didn't, what? you know, actually stay true to the characters. And so th that's the kind of route they're taking with 2099, unless we bump into a whole lot more of his story in the next one. So it's yeah. interesting to see on where his character will fall, um, in the end, but yeah, I was, um, I was a big fan and then go Oscar Isaac. I love anything Oscar Isaac's and I'll, I'll check out. I was going to say Nicholas Cage is having a busy weekend cameoing in, in, whoa, oh, wait, whoa. shit. Whoa, 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 whoa. Never in multiverse movies. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. <laughs> shit. No, uh, it's all right. Yeah. This is a better movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, Oscar Isaac, uh, is one of my favorite actors, one of the best actors I think working right now. And like, Dune. Uh, seeing Dune, Leto Atreides. Um, seeing him Leto. pop up in this as such a uh, such a cool character and like complicated character. Um, I really didn't expect because I don't have a ton of familiarity with the Spider-Man comics. Like the most I ever got into like non-Spider-Man movie stuff was the '90s show. Like I loved and watched all of that, but like um, yeah, I think Wait, he was what? excellent. The, the 90s, 90s show. Yeah, the animated, animated show. one. Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about the 90s bow, bow, show bow, on Netflix. The bow, new show yeah, that's yeah. spin-off that, of the 70s yeah. show. I was like, that wait, freaking... is that X-Men? Did I just do X-Men? No, you did you did you did Spider-Man Aerosmith Aerosmith's like guitarist or something? Like play. He's like, in the movie, right? Yeah. Aerosmith? No, no, not Aerosmith. The 90s Spider-Man. Yeah, he's Spider-Man. Oh, probably. Now we're just I confused. So. Now we're just like going around. Now we're like the Spider-Man, like pointing at everybody, like this one, this one, which one, this one, this one? <laughs> yeah i i also uh yeah i mean just an overwhelming 
amount of information and stimuli from just all of the different Spider-Men and like, yeah, Donald Glover popping up in live action was so wild and is such a like, that's not at all how I expected to see him show up again. But also they had other MCU mentions, like they mentioned Doctor Strange and Spider-Man from Earth, whatever the MCU number is. Um, so like, yeah, I, I that's something I didn't 100% expect to have this fully be. I mean, it's essentially an MCU movie, but like in the sense that every movie that exists is in the MCU. Uh, so like... <laughs> Uh, and is some universe, uh, you know, just because that's how multiverses. And work. it's important because they are currently casting a live action Miles Morales. So it does like what Ooh. we're seeing now is not like a hidden sort of I multiverse mean, plan thing. Like it's all it's all I, it's feel, all I feel like they could probably cast the voice actor. I don't know. Maybe That's what he, he has said. He, he said he's, he's trying to get fit for it. Yeah, he's trying to get he's trying to get fit. And there's time jumps too. That's possible. There's a time jump from the first one to this one. So mm. who knows? Well, let's get yeah. Morgan Freeman. I want to see the... uh, Logan. Wrap <laughs> <Super laughs> this up. Miles yeah. On uh, the subject yeah. of that. Oh, sorry. Go on, Brent. No, I was gonna. I was gonna say that. Oh, I was thinking like on the subject of that. Um, these two, the main two leads in this story, I think like uh, Haley Steinfeld as Gwen and. Um, yeah. Should make more right as um as Miles like they were great more, yeah they're oh, awesome. like yeah. they I grew think... into their roles like perfect perfectly yeah. especially like I think Steinfeld's was like a really cool performance I, yeah. there like having her having she's like the actual like the tragic Spider Man figure like for most of the movie in my opinion until she gets her kind of like her um her moment at the very end like where mm-hmm. you know that she's going to take to help Miles um yeah great performance from both of them they're across the board and the, the characters are used quite nicely in the movie so like it's it's pretty awesome you didn't like kind of... daddy spider-man jake what's his name jake uh was it johnson. johnson johnson yeah peter b with, parker with mayday kind of, parker honestly he's kind of a bitch in this movie i'm just kidding no but he is he, like he kind of not in this it to, to o'hara yeah he doesn't yeah. yeah he'll be in I, the next one a bunch of it i do like his impor- yeah He's not that. Yeah, you're right. He's not that important for the sake, but I do like the fact that he's kind of like this. Because everyone there is kind of don't know what to do. They're like, "Should yeah. I follow this?" They're like, "Yeah, dude," but like we're on your side. But can you see it our way or something? And then it's yeah. just like it's so. That's probably a, an unbelievable part of this he, because he, like most Spider Men, I feel like hate the tragedies they went through. Like all Spider Men do, I feel like, or like a, a good weird, amount of them. It's a weird yeah. idea to have this predestination but, of like someone's got to die, and so yeah, but yeah, cool with it. but if his thing didn't die, then his daughter that's strapped to his chest wouldn't be there. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and so it, that's like, damn, it's like this thing that'll get him over. And you can tell he was probably supposed to be like the OG Spider Punk and fight the system, but now they actually have Spider Punk in here, so they're like, no, 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 you got to be safer. Mm-hmm. It kind of yeah. also gets more complicated because Miles isn't even supposed to have the power, mm-hmm. you know, or. Yeah quote unquote. So O'Hara might even look at him differently than any other Spider-Man. Cause he's like, well, you weren't even supposed to get bit. You, you know, it was kind of an accident that you even, you know, are here and they are keeping him kind of arms distance from, from, you know, their kind of utopia. They're not giving him the bracelet and kind of, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, it's kind of interesting in that way because I feel like it just makes things more complicated. And also miles is, He's already in like autonomy, mode. like he's already free, because he, you know he can do Shouldn't whatever he either wants. in the first place. Yeah, he's you know, like, and it could be a bad, but it also could be like the thing that breaks this weird cycle of everyone having to go through the same thing, you know, every yeah. time. But we'll see. I guess he's about to meet himself in the world meet. without. Yeah, I mean, it's it it puts out a lot of interesting ideas that I'm really curious to see how it resolves them. Cause like, um, I don't know. It's like, what, what do you do with like, I don't know. It's like, do you go against the canon and like erase a whole bunch of people's like tragedies and a whole bunch of people don't become Spider-Man or like, I'm very curious to see where it ultimately falls on like, Mm -hmm. well, that's what is right and wrong. I think that's why it ends where it ends. Because his assumption is, I just need to save my my parents. It's, that's it. Like, I need to do that. And he's in a world where, because of Spider-Man not existing, it's, it, yeah. who knows what happens. Could be yeah. chaotic. He is the prowler in this world. 
So I think the idea that that's going to be replicated everywhere if the canon isn't followed makes the, the third movie more complicated. It's not like he's going to be there and just escape and go home. He's going to wrestle with like the yeah. fact that, well, maybe these sacrifices need to need to happen. Like, and maybe it's selfish of me not. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's it's fun because in the writing, they're a step ahead of everyone, even though audiences are more savvy than ever before. And they full on address the things that everybody knows from Spider-Man in this movie. They know about Ben. We've seen the first like the stuff, you know, about Spider-Man. They're like, cool. Like, we know you 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 know that we're going to straight up show you some of those scenes in the movie. But it's about kind of doing more with that narrative which is great because Miles is perfect because Miles is also young. He's in that stage where you're kind of not sure what you to tell your parents and what not to. We glossed over Rio or his mom and uh, his dad, but Rio, his mom, it kind of has more of, of kind of the, the heartfelt moments in this movie and Brent calm down, but also hey, like hey. it's perfect because he's, he's of the stage where he doesn't even know where he belongs in his own family. And he doesn't True. know how he, where he belongs in the spider verse and you know it's great because it's kind of all bundled up into to one thing. It's, I think it's it, pretty. It, oh, go for it. Well, it's it's very odd because like Gwen has the answer. It seems like she has found it. Where she's like, just get your dad to quit, <laughs> um, or just like <laughs> let's get him fired. Loophole. Like, damn, we gotta we gotta embarrass his ass to the point where he gets fired. Like, what if he goes into there and he reveals himself as Miles Morales to the world? And they're like, damn, that's your son. You're fucking fired. And then mm. boom, that's it. You know? How'd you miss um, that? Yeah. <clears throat> so it, it's pretty interesting because, and then it can go any other which way because Spider, uh, hey, Miles has a 2099 suit of his own. I don't know if you guys mm. have played Insomniac's uh, Spider Man game, but what if there was a, a Spider Man that's like an ultimate Spider Man like Miles in the future that figured that shit out? That's what I was about to say. I think the whole movie sees. We spend some time with non-Parker variants, but for the whole movie, we're kind of going through the Peter Parker storyline of Spider-Man stuff. And I think it's pretty kind of cool, like from a thematic sense, that we end up with, like, we end up with Miles facing an alternate version of himself because he was basically being told that, like, all these Spider-Man, like, he's not the real Spider-Man stuff. But if we're talking about the true multiverse, like, there are ultimates, you know, there are <clears throat> there are Miles variants who have become Spider-Man mm -hmm. because that's how the multiverse works. So I think it's it's really mm -hmm. cool to show that because most of the people who are chasing him are like a Parker variation, you know? And so at the very end, we meet <clears throat> we meet another Miles variant. It, and so like the third movie will basically be about him facing himself in the, you know, like what he feels about, like, you know, probably like just a, a very internal struggle, but done. <laughs> like obviously like facing maybe like Miles variants or something as opposed mm -hmm. to Parker mm -hmm. variants. Plus yeah. we have ultimate yeah. spot. Like Spot is, yeah. I guess, on paper, the quote unquote villain. And he's he's got power, like kind of a really, really dangerous amount of it. He mm -hmm. he is such a fucking cool villain for an animated movie of this caliber where like they're just going fucking all out in terms of like what they're doing animation wise. And like he God, dude, every scene with him is so inventive and cool and looks so like creepy and interesting and like the way yeah. that he's just like popping in and out of like mm -hmm. <laughs> the joke about like popping in and out of like holes like he keeps finding holes or whatever and it starts uh, off so funny cool. which i think is perfect Kicking for the tone yeah. of the movie he's kind of a like an idiot you know to start off he's trying to steal like a atm and like fucks that up and then, yeah yeah it's... And the fact that he is part of, you know, he's created by Miles. So there that connect and he's now the biggest threat in all of the multiverse. Yeah. So yeah, he, he he goes from kicking his own butt in a comedic sequence to being drawn as if it's from the fucking ring, like just oh, a bunch yeah. of circles everywhere. <laughs> um yeah, yeah it, he's uh, terrifying by the end of it. It's pretty I intense, mean, there's yeah. a, there's a lot to look forward to in the next one. Honestly, it would be a waste of time even to like speculate because I feel like it's going to be really good. Like I I know it's kind of you know, I know we, we've we've talked about how much this this movie kind of defied some of our expectations, but I'm like not worried about being too hyped for the third Spider-Verse. I think it's going to be pretty yeah. OK. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's going to do any less than this. There's also like, you know, we're talking about the animation and stuff. This is this is hard work. And they spent a whole year working on uh, they call it like Viz Dev or something like that, just working on the look of this movie. So it's a testament to letting your writers and and filmmakers and artists 
you know, take time uh, and work on something. And this movie costs less than some of the other stuff that's coming out. So it's kind of like yeah. give people time and don't force things. Right. To and pay them. And pay them. Yeah. Pay yeah. them. Pay them handsomely. Well, anything that you think we've missed that you want to talk about before we go around? All right, let's talk about our final thoughts on Spider-Verse. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That, <laughs> that sounded like an ed a live edit point, like immediately. Like, it was just I, like, know, oh, I was like, wait, a did I have a stroke? What's happening? Well, I guess we'll, we'll talk about what we're looking forward to in the next one. It is coming out. So uh, Beyond the Spider-Verse, which there's kind of a hint even in that title, to its own, but Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse will release March 29th of 2024. And again, there's another movie that's a spinoff, but so it's not really even a year long wait for, for us to, to have the conclusion to this movie. Maybe. But uh, John, what are you looking forward to or any of your final thoughts on Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse? Um, it's kind of overwhelming to think on what we missed because we probably missed a lot like yeah, we're about talking lot. about this movie. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but, you know, it's been a while. Wanna, you want to do another hour? Let's do it. Yeah, let's go for it. Double. I think uh, other than like Guardians 3, um, I mean, I guess so. I mean, there hasn't been a whole lot of superhero stuff. Though. But like Guardians 3 was the last time I felt like I was like, oh, cool. Like the genre or like the superhero movies, like they still have it. You know, if you make them really well made and, you know, you can have some really good emotional mo moments with some really exciting sequences. Uh, this shit took that to the extreme. Like this is probably the best superhero movie like the entire year, I would assume. I don't think anything superhero wise is going to match this the entire year because this movie is just so much fun to watch like it hits hard it hits you in the feels it um it's like exciting to just look at you know you can probably like you know um not have any interest in spider-man and watch this one and across the spider you know or into the spider-verse and then have a totally good time you know um yeah this movie is great i mean i loved it it's uh i can't wait to see it again i almost kind of want to do a part two to this maybe like a little like or a follow-up thing in the future just because i i know there's more to it that i want to say for you sure, know about yeah. this flick yeah especially with the new like it's the year of spider-man you know the new spider-man 2 video game that's coming out later this year um craven it looks so uh, good a trailer that just yeah that just hit that looks terrible but like you know will probably be big too damn it john um, i was gonna mention craven it's okay. the year i just found a nest of spiders above my door a nest of spiders yeah dude, it's the year of the fucking spider. spider tarantulas are back in like texas or apparently or something yeah. like if they I've left been, i've been releasing like, them yeah, that's wild. Nice. Yeah, um, my spider farm, and I'm gonna yeah. buy a spider uh, MSRP twenty four thousand six ninety nine. Hell yeah! yeah. Duffin Pod's all about Spider Mania right now, and I think it starts with yeah. this movie. That's You're gonna one. see that's us awesome. on the streets. Four guys, three, six, twelve wheels. Uh, one, <laughs> uh, let's see, one web. Twelve wheels, ten balls. <laughs> one. Uh, Drew, Drew, what are your final what thoughts a on this movie? Image you just forwards. put out there. I know it's medical um, records. Look it up. I thought this movie was amazing, and I expect the next one to just get too woke and then just ruin this whole oh. franchise, ruin the previous two that struck gold. Um, yeah. our didn't like it. Just our, our viewer count just went up. I can already <laughs> tell you that those liberals are kidding. Um, no, I expect just because of how good these two were, I imagine that this other one can't fail and it's got it, it's pretty crazy because it, it, now it's setting the bar real high yeah yeah and, we're, um, we're in lord of the rings territory at this point you know like yeah the, for sure the third movie yeah. is gonna be good too that's wild drew yeah. said return of the king earlier yeah yeah i, yeah. I did say that um but yeah it, and so it, it's it's it makes me kind of nervous because um people that that's been a lot of the issue with a lot of the modern super i know they, they've been a little bit more subpar than what we're used to the superhero movies the comic book movies whatever you want to call them but a lot of the reason that people aren't satisfied with them is because their expectations. Everyone wants Thanos to come in True. and to yeah. 40 other characters and stuff like that. So when Shazam Fury of the Gods is only Lucy Liu and Helen Mirren, then people are like, what the fuck is this shit? Um, and then the Flash just screwing the pooch. Like, you can't even use Michael Keaton to sell this goddamn movie. Um <laughs> Yeah, I think a lot of that expectation is is just too high. So it does get me scared about this third one. But with the way the data is 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 coming in, yeah, it looks pretty okay for this next third it, one. And I it's expect already, it's done better than the first one, which is already a great sign. It's the highest mm -hmm. rated movie on Letterboxd right now. I'm sure the next one will beat that, and mm -hmm. um, it'll hopefully it it sticks the landing because I I am truly and I'm not even a big Spider Man fan. But I am truly rooting for this specific franchise yeah. 
because it's the only thing that gives me hope uh, that Sony knows what the fuck they're doing with their with their Spider-Man verse. <laughs> with their IP. Cause that because that Craven movie looks fucking dumb. Okay. The fact that he gets bit by a radioactive lion or some shit. <laughs> um, it's not. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm Craven the it's Hunter. Even, it's even this worse. is what my voice sounds like. Lion blood leaks into one of his cuts, and he's like, "Suddenly, I'm attuned to all animals because yeah. he was the king of the animals in Africa." This oh. is this is going to lead to so many people putting lion blood in their blood. It's going it, to be really dangerous. Do you remember Tiger's, Tiger's blood, blood yeah. with Tiger's Charlie blood. Sheen? But it's coming it's back around all over again. Um, but yeah, yeah. So that it, it's surprising because again, their live action stuff is such trash. But um, <laughs> hey, hey, if they want to keep making bangers like this, let's do it. Yeah, for sure. The fact that right. we're getting this type of caliber of Spider-Man story almost 60 plus years later is wild. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, peaking. I, we're peaking. We're, we're peaking currently. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I can't wait to see the third one. I think like, oh, man. Yeah, I mean, this one really... It's weird because like I was I knew I was going to like this movie. I was pretty confident that like it was going to be good. But like I kind of hadn't thought about it much until like I sat down and like was watching it and was just like, oh, right. Holy shit. These movies are like really, really special and uh, great and kind of important in terms of like uh, like Guillermo del Toro says uh, pushing, you know, the importance of animation uh, Brent, do your Guillermo del Toro voice. Mm, no, I'm good. Um, but uh, yeah, I can't wait to see what they, what wild new techniques and stuff like that they're doing in the third one, and also what the what's going on with the story. Like it, it you know they've set up some really really cool interesting stuff here, um, and I almost like I almost expect them to do like more MCU crossover stuff just because the MCU is the biggest thing in the world, but like. I don't know. Yeah, I'm curious if like they they get pulled into that, but um, I can't wait. It's gonna be great. I'll do the voice when you're talking about cinema and oh, you don't good. quite know when to look at the animation as yeah. the. You need to uh, say cinematically crazy. like ten times. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, I know. I don't know what I was where that sentence was going, <laughs> but he good. does. He just connects all of his words like there's no pause. It's yeah. like Barack Obama, where you're just like there's no there's no empty space. <laughs> Now you got to sing Chow Papa. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I really enjoy this movie. The amount of creativity in it. I'm not going to be. Look, we're going to be talking about this movie in the fall. Come Oscar season. Because just the sheer amount of not just creativity, but craft on display mm. is very, as Del Toro says, cinematic. And also uh, the story is emotional. The care. I mean, I don't think there's been. I mean, I I'll say this. I care more about Miles Morales than I have some live action Peter Parkers and I think all I Peter Parkers at this maybe point. Maybe all. Yeah. yeah. Like Miles yeah. is an incredible character to follow his family dynamic, his, you know, struggle kind of, I mean, it's the Peter, it's the classic Spider-Man thing of work life balance, but it is like a driving force in this so much so that he travels across the multiverse to find some sense of belonging and then realize that he had it back home. I am curious because the next move, it seems like we know what he needs to do. And there's a whole maybe two hour movie coming, you know, in, in March. So I I can't imagine what that means apart from, of course, saving the multiverse. But yeah, an incredible movie. So much imagination in this. And, and honestly, one of the better things, I think, to come out this whole year. Um, mm -hmm. Exciting stuff. We'll be talking more about it come fall. And then, of course, spring next year, I'm sure. Let us know what you think about uh, Cross the Spider-Verse somewhere oh uh, on social media okay yeah let us know by screaming into your phones <laughs> how thick you street. think spider-man 2099 is they made them hot for no reason <laughs> they know people like vampires and they really I, did it they really twilighted his ass i mean they they made him look like he looked like oscar isaac he looked like oscar isaac. like a yeah. sharper oscar isaac he's well, the isn't thickest spider-man also into. like very close to oscar isaac yeah what I don't know. I don't know what he looks like outside of the movie. He looks kind of like a werewolf. Well, I'm saying like the actual. Um, well, well, well. Uh, we come to the end of this pod. The made-up character dolphin. Not it's a documentary on uh, O'Hara. <laughs> you got to look at it, John. What do you have to plug? <laughs> um, actually, I don't know. I don't, we haven't done this in a while. I guess um, stay tuned to 
more countdown to infinity and more delphin pod stuff i want to say like go listen to revenge of the sequel past seasons i know we're about to reboot that um probably in the fall actually more more likely that's going to happen but um we do have some really cool stuff in the in the past you know on past seasons we there's probably a couple of spider-man movies in there since we've been around for like a long time and i just here, can't tell you Counter to infinity oh yeah that's true shit well just go listen to anything that our voices are on and uh click the like hit subscribe <laughs> no, i'll just wait all right i'm done drew okay um I, I was waiting for my cue there um yeah yeah um what john said um i'm pretty sure me and brent still have to do the jedi survivor jedi yeah. fallen order <laughs> app before and you, Ahsoka starts in August. You and yeah, John have gypped the listeners of a full Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 episodes. Why did you? What? Oh. Yeah. I'm just saying. We never did one, did we? I, I've never seen Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought you did Galaxy one with Brent. Brent. I did <laughs> one with Brent, but we never we didn't do a full Damn, one. You're like, but that doesn't count. Damn. <laughs> okay, well, I mean. <laughs> it's it's much too late, John. We can do it for the Blu-ray um, release. Hey, or like let's for start the, it for now. Let's start, let's start it up right now. The Blu-ray release. What did you guys think of Guardians? You did Ant-Man Quantumania for six weeks. We got this. We can do We can do Guardians. Six individual episodes on Quantumania. But uh, yeah, so ch- uh, check out the uh, Countdown Strikes Back because that's going to start up real soon. And everyone's going to, every- everyone's all this Marvel hype. Spider Man's mm-hmm. all the rage. But as soon as Oka, Ahsoka, uh, Oka, Ahsoka comes back Okra. Um, with uh, ah- the world Ahsoka? between worlds, Oka, she back. You're about- and then the Rebels crew is back. You're going to get so much Star Wars nerds yeah. crying their ass off. Oh, um, and if you like uh, inventive animation in different styles. Star Wars Visions kind of prepped Visions, us for a little yeah. bit of this. That, oh, yeah. I love that episode. We were real long with every single one at the beginning, and then we shortened up every single one at the end. <laughs> I, <laughs> I listened to that podcast. Good stuff, okay? Perfect stuff. Yeah. It definitely wasn't a visual game. <laughs> Extended out. Medium. Extended yeah. out, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, go check that stuff out, uh, like the rest of the Countdown Infinity and the Revenge of the Sequel, and also the Dirt Sheet Radio. My boy John Escudero is no longer with us in Texas, oh. um, and he's moved to oh, San no. Francisco. So, and they're on um, TMZ now, like they're on TMZ, they're on TMZ, like regularly, almost regularly. And so, they got the big um, cups, they yeah. have big cups, they're buff, and they're wearing a black polo. So, if Let's you see, love what professional wrestling, go, go check them out. Um, yeah, exciting. Brent, what do you have to plug? Uh, yeah, just check out the Delphin Pod Patreon. Uh, got a lot of cool stuff there. Screen Slush, where we're talking new movies, new shows. Uh, a lot of video games. I've been I've been gaming a lot. Been talking about gaming a lot. Uh, yeah, and we're gonna talk Ahsoka on Countdown Strikes Back. And uh, Rio Morales, give me a call. Go to wow. Go to YouTube.com if you want to watch the video. Hey, after your movie. husband's dead, Miss Morales. Oh, my God. Oh. Hit me up. Inappropriate. I sweep in, pick Brent, up the pieces. Here's what I'll say. I won't publicly say anything until the third one comes out because I don't want to I don't want to say this and then feel worse. <laughs> Sounds extreme. I don't know. You just don't know what's <laughs> yeah. gonna happen in the third one, you know? So you may be macking on someone who's passed away or someone who's Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, you know, well, totally recently true. widowed. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a fictional character. I mean, but sure. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. I guess. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening to this pod. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>